back to Find Your Amazingness podcast. Today, I have a very, very exciting guest here. It's my soul sister from the other side of the world, from Australia, Sahaj, and I'm so excited to have you here. We're going to talk about amazing things and like especially anxiety and I'm just so it's just so excited that we're finally doing this we've known each other (laughs) but do you want to just go ahead and introduce yourself and tell a little bit about yourself and let our listeners know who's here who's this my soul sister oh my god I'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) yeah firstly I just want to say like we've been friends for like about a year or just over a year now And I never would have thought that one year later, this is what we'd be doing. But I'm just so happy and so grateful to you, honestly. You've been, one, such a good friend to me and two, such a big part of my journey. So really big thank you for that. Um, But yeah, um, to introduce myself, my name is Sahaj. I'm 25 years old. I live in Melbourne. I just recently got married and recently started a new business venture of mine. So I started Inspired Life & Co recently, which is a community for like-minded women to come together, to connect, share ideas and um, make new friends. Um, So I guess my intentions with Inspired Life & Co is just to create uh, physical connections as well as online connections. Nowadays, we spend a lot of time online on Instagram, Facebook and all the social media platforms. But sometimes we miss out on that physical connection. Um, and that's what I really like to connect, create, sorry, with Inspired Life & Co. Yeah, I'm so freaking happy that you're finally doing this. We've been literally talking about, you know, you doing the workshops and everything for so long. And it's finally like everything is coming to like reality. And it's so freaking excited. And you're like the perfect person to do that, like connect people and like talk about all these things. So I'm so excited for you and like all of I wish that I could come to Melbourne for your first workshop like that would be the freaking best I would have absolutely loved that and you know what I think I would have started it sooner but this year has just been such a crazy transformative year I got married this year I went traveling to India and Bali I moved out of home so there's just been like so many changes going on but I no longer want to put my dreams on the back burner and I really want to focus on them for yeah next year exactly okay but let's get started with some rapid fire questions i'm so excited for this so that people can get to know you a bit better this is sort of because i was like i kind of wanted to make them like super easy and quick but then again i'm like i always kind of end up asking very deep questions so i feel like some of these are just like you can like i don't know let's see you don't have to be super fast when you answer this question okay (laughs) no i'm excited yeah okay First question is, well, this is actually a kind of answer. So where you live now, but also where were you born? Were you born in Melbourne? I actually don't know this. Yeah, I was. I was born in Melbourne. And then when we were, when I was five years old, my dad got a job on the border of New South Wales and Victoria. So um, that's states in Australia for anyone that doesn't know. Um, And so we lived in the country for 10 years. I did my uh, primary schooling there and most of my high school. And then in VCE, which is year 11 and 12 in Australia, I moved back to Melbourne and then did uni in Melbourne. And then we've been here ever since. And honestly, like, there's a reason why they say Melbourne is the most livable city because oh, I absolutely love it. And I don't know if I'll ever move anywhere else, but for now, definitely like Melbourne is my home. 
it's my freaking goal for next year to come and visit like i just i mean i always want to come and see you but like also the city and also like just australia and everything so definitely gonna come i would love to have you here one day okay next question what is your favorite quote at the moment oh that's such a good question i have so many quotes um and when it comes to like giving someone a quote i always forget but i think (laughs) one quote that i've always lived by is um whatever doesn't kill you make you makes you stronger and it's kind of like sometimes can be like a more like a i guess not a negative quote but it can sometimes be a bit like difficult to understand or challenging to understand because it's like we have to go through hardship but it's not really about having to go through hardship in life it's more about bouncing back from the hardships or bouncing back from the challenges and difficulties we face in life so yes you know it's inevitable that there'll be conflict there'll be challenges in life but our reaction or our ability to bounce back from those challenges is what counts ultimately so um yeah that's how i choose to see anything that you know doesn't really go my way in life (laughs) yeah i love that that has definitely been also like with everything that I've done this year, I'm like the kind of with the worst case scenario, like when I'm trying to make a big decision and I'm like, it can this kill me? Like if I do this thing and if it can't, I'm like, it's going to be fine. (laughs) We've spoken about this before as well. And I think that's something that you live by. So you've been a reminder of it too. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What is your favorite book and kind of the book that has impacted your life the most? Oh, you know, I love so many books. So it's like, (laughs) can I give a few? (laughs) Okay. You're like top three. (laughs) Okay. Top three. So one is definitely Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I love, like I'm obsessed with Eat, Pray, Love, the movie, the book. I've listened to the book on Audible like so many times. So that one for sure. I think I would recommend that one for anyone who has creative ideas, but doesn't know how to like put them out into the world. Mm. Um, number two would be you are a badass by Jensen Chero I think this one has been obviously like really big in the self-development world but there's a reason for it it's very Mm. very easy to listen to easy to read um I think it just like cuts the crap out and it just like really focuses um on like the main points and it, it doesn't have fluff in it so I enjoy that one and then currently, I'm actually not finished it, but I'm currently reading Super Attractor by um, Gabrielle Bernstein. Ooh, and yeah, I'm, I'm halfway through it. Uh, but honestly, this has opened my eyes and changed the way that I see the world so much because it doesn't focus on like materialistic things. Um, in the past, like uh, Gabby Bernstein's written books about manifesting things, like uh, materialistic things. Mm. Um, or a house or money but this one's really about how to feel good and it's more about the feelings manifesting the feelings so it is through feeling good and feeling joyous that we can attract um, the materialistic things in our world as well so I have many books so hit me up for recommendations but I that that would be my top three yeah yeah I've been also thinking I actually was I think yesterday on audible and I was like because I've seen the um, the new book by her like I'm like should I but I, I think I'm gonna read it at some point because it sounds very like something that I would love to listen to or read right now 
But yeah. okay, next question is a fun question. So if you got million dollars right now, what would you use it for? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll be really honest with you. I think that um a typical answer would be, you know, to donate to charity and things like that. And although I would love to do um that as well but i think a portion of the money if i've got a million dollars i would definitely love to use a portion of that money to fill up my cup first i guess um so yeah. one of my number one, <laughs> one of my number one dreams is to um buy my husband his dream car so that would be one of them um and two obviously buy a house because i've just recently gotten married this year so i think it's important that I create a new home for myself. Um, so that would be another one. Um, some things or some causes that I would really love to donate to would be a mental health. So at the moment, I'm not sure if Beyond Blue is wildly known. I mean, I don't know if, if, if um, you know about it, but yeah, so it's a mental health charity, um, raises awareness, obviously, for mental health. So things like depression, anxiety, bipolar, um, eating disorders as well. They have um, counselling services. So, I mean, you can chat to them via email, over the phone. Um, so they have met multiple different services. But, yeah, I think that's a very, uh, I guess, a cause that's close to my heart. So that's something that I'd love to donate to as well. I mean, if I have millions of dollars, I can obviously do so much more, but that's where I'd start. I love those. Um, okay, next question is, who is currently inspiring you the most? The person that inspires you? Or throughout your journey, if there's like one person that you really look up to or like who inspires you or something like that. Yeah, um, so definitely, firstly, I would like to say you. Um, because <laughs> because um, just this year, like I think throughout all of our chats, we've really established that this year's been huge for both of us um you've done big things and you know as of high but you know inspiration doesn't have to come from like necessarily like resources online or anything like that it can just be like real people that are in your life so you definitely being like one big part of my journey is a big inspiration for me Aww. so so sweet. You too. I, I mean, I've kept, like, I've said that so many times this year to you that, like, you inspire me so much. So, like, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is sort of darker. I don't know what was going on through my, like, head when I was writing these questions. Like, I went from inspiration to fear. So, like, what is your biggest fear right now? Okay, this is, like, a super vulnerable one. Um, sometimes I'm scared of success because what if my life changes if I ever became successful? What if I, you know, what if my relationships didn't look like the way that they were now? What if I wasn't the person that I am right now? Like I, you know, I'm on this journey of self-love, but at the same time, you know, I'm striving for success as well. So what if, like, I don't know how those two meet, I guess. Um, it's 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 kind of difficult to exactly explain but sometimes i'm scared of like what my full potential could even be yeah. and it's so big and scary and it's unknown i guess i'm also scared of the unknown as well because i don't even know what my potential is but what if it's something really really big and then i don't i can't even recognize myself anymore so 
yeah, that's kind of deep and vulnerable, but that's, I guess, a fear. Yeah. That's amazing. And I feel like that's something that not a lot of people like, no, like realize that they're actually scared of the success and like that might be also holding them back because they might not even like actually understand that the reason that they're maybe not taking action is because they're scared of like what of what these amazing things could be that like mm. that could happen if you succeed and how can, like are you able to handle it and I can totally like relate to that because I'm like I have this massive vision for my life and everything but then it's like that requires a totally different version of me and like I need to deal with some stuff before I'm like mentally able to like deal with like all the things that I really want so it's scary it's exciting but it's also like it can be very scary as as well yeah definitely yeah um okay what empowers you this can be anything what makes you feel empowered I love that I think So like um, what I mentioned before, bringing people together, I am like so big on forming connections and it's, it's, I truly believe that nowadays it's easy to build connections online because you can think about your responses and you can filter what you say, but in person, it's very like your honest, true, authentic self. So I would say that what empowers me is when I build those connections, when I see other people building those connections, and I'm talking like those in-person, real, authentic, raw, vulnerable, deep connections. Yeah. Oh my God. Like it's just the best. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's such an amazing feeling. I don't know. Even when I think about like our friendship, I feel it. I feel like it's such an empowering friendship when you're able to connect with someone like on such a deep level and talk about like everything and anything. And it's, yeah. Wow. I love your answer. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, Okay. What, what is one thing that you want to accomplish during the next decade? Because we're starting a new decade in a month. So one thing okay I've always okay for now I've just been thinking about what I want to achieve in 2020 but in the next decade so if I'm 25 now I'll be 35 in the next decade so oh okay so I'd love to have um a thriving business I would love to continue doing uh regular in-person events I'd love to travel um I definitely want to go to Europe um I would love to start a family, obviously. Um, that's a, like a goal for the next decade. Well, I wouldn't even say it's a goal, really. It's a, it's a dream. But um, what else? So I think those are the big things, like definitely uh, success in business, family and relationships, um, abundance. I would love to attract abundance um, so that I can use that abundance to help others as well um and yeah did I already mention travel (laughs) yeah (laughs) Europe yes you better come here as well so yeah um okay what is something that you wish everyone in this world knew like one thing that you know you wish everyone understood and knew okay this one like truly I exactly know, like when you asked that question, the first thing that came to my mind, and this is coming from my heart, is mm. I want everyone to know that they're not alone. Like yeah. I, and I'll, maybe we'll get to this in a minute, but I have struggled and now managed anxiety for a big portion of my life. And 
during that time, I always kind of kept it a secret. I always kind of like hid that away from everyone. And when I was, you know, in the middle of panicking or not being able to like express myself or even having difficulty breathing, um, you know, catastrophizing everything in my mind and making everything, you know, I guess a big deal or overthinking. I'd always thought I was alone. I always thought it was just me, especially when I was a teenager. I think that's when I struggled with that the most, just always thinking that I'm weird and like I'm doing air quotes right now. Like I'm weird because nobody else that I see around in school or at university or in my friendship groups or, you know, anywhere, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't see that in other people, but maybe I didn't see that because they were hiding it too. So if I could just, tell everyone something it would just be that you're not alone and you don't need to feel like you're alone so it's so okay to ask for help and speak up yeah oh yes um okay last question so recommend a podcast cannot be my podcast um but another podcast for everyone who's listening um where's a podcast that you've been loving yeah cool so um kaylin nicholson is a youtuber um, but not many people, well, I don't know if not many people know, but I didn't know she had a podcast, but her podcast is like, oh, way better than her YouTube videos. So if anyone's into YouTube videos, like inspirational vlogging type videos, um, check out her podcast because yeah, it's, it's, I would even say it's better than her YouTube. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's just Kayla Nicholson, but I can, I can find it out and maybe we can like, Okay, I can maybe link it in the show notes. I, I'm pretty sure if you just um, search Kayla Nicholson, um, mm -hmm. it'll come up. Oh, okay. So it's called the Coffee Talk Podcast. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for the recommendation. Okay, we're done with the rapid fire. Now I want to dive deep into your story and kind of like as, you, like as you mentioned, like the whole anxiety and all of that. I would love to hear kind of your journey with it. Like when did it kind of start and how has it been for you? And then we can kind of get into like, how have you learned to manage it and all of that? So. Yeah, sure. So I think, um, oh, okay. So I think I would go as far as far back as saying that I realized that there was these things that I was experiencing in high school. So if an exam happened or if a test was coming up, I would just put so much pressure on myself and more pressure than anyone else around me was putting on themselves. And I used to like, you know, uh, moments before a exam or anything, like I would go into this extreme panic where I would like, you know, find it difficult to breathe or I would like have pins and needles in my hands and feet. And I used to like always think, you know, there was something wrong with me. Um, I started sharing these things with my parents. Like if, you know, something would happen and then my reaction to it would be like, you know, what I just described before. And I would think that there's something wrong with me. So I'd be like, you know, uh, you know, there was some times where I'd be like, I need to go see a doctor or, you know, things like that. And this is me being super vulnerable right now. So, you know, things like that would happen. And my parents would, I guess, like not know how to handle it, would freak out with me. Um, and it was just because I had a lack of understanding of the fight or flight, fight or flight response. It's a tongue twister. Um, so basically what that is, is um, I think you've explained it before on your podcast as well, where as humans, our mind is developed um, 
or designed to look for danger. So back, you know, hundreds of years ago, we used to look out for like saber-toothed tigers or bears or whatever other dangerous animal. And then we would either prepare ourselves to fight or we would run away. And for both situations, our body needs to um, prepare itself for, um, I guess it's kind of like an adrenaline rush. So, you know, our pupils dilate so that light can come in more and we can see better. Um, our breathing and our heart rate is uh, accelerated because our body is trying to pump blood all throughout our body. Um, the reason why we have difficulty breathing is because we're trying to get as much oxygen in our body as we can. So all of the symptoms that I was experiencing had a physiological, scientific, uh, I guess, reasoning behind it. But I just didn't have the awareness or understanding to, like, yeah, I just didn't have the understanding uh, of that. So I guess, like, it continued manifesting in my relationships, I found it difficult, you know, to perform at school, even though I did really, really well, I just put so much pressure on myself to do better. Um, and then, you know, anytime I'd go, so, I mean, when I came out of uni, anytime I'd go for a job interview or, you know, meet new people, it started, you know, affecting my social life where I, you know, didn't want to go meet new people. So if I didn't want to meet new people, I would like isolate myself um, and push friends away. And that became a really like, I guess, negative pattern negative behavior pattern of mine um but it wasn't until like really big things happened in my life where I looked at you know this behavior and was like no I need to start learning about this and I need to start you know taking control and actually it's not even about taking control it's about taking responsibility because your happiness and your mental health is nobody else's responsibility but your own and I know that's like a super hard pill to swallow, but just as what I said before was you're not alone. So just as I'm taking responsibility for my happiness and my mental health, as you are, as every other person that's listening to this podcast is. So we're all, you know, doing it together and we just got to like, I guess, connect on that fact. But I guess following on from what I was saying before, um, when I made that decision, that's when I started, you know, and I had been seeing like, I guess, counsellors and, you know, seeking help from school and things like that, reading on my own, doing my own research, but just like nothing felt enough. Um, and yeah, it wasn't until I took my own responsibility and started really implementing like the strategies um, that I guess we could talk about in a minute, but the strategies to manage anxiety, because anxiety will not leave you everybody has anxiety or some level of anxiety and it serves a purpose like i mentioned it's for that flight or fight response so you can't get rid of anxiety you just learn how to manage it and um i guess live with it in a much more positive way so yeah i guess i just started like really being consistent and diligent with those practices or those um, strategies and um, now I feel like I've gone through like the biggest changes of my life this year and um, I've been able to cope with my anxiety much 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 better yeah okay let everyone must be like so curious now especially if they're like really really struggling with this so like how have you managed it like what are those tools what are the things that people can do to manage it yeah. So definitely the number one thing that I would say is please, please, please talk to someone because the, especially um, with me, I'm such a verbal person, as you know, I feel like anything that happens in my life, I process it by talking. Um, 
and not everyone may be the same as me so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to I guess talk to a person like it doesn't actually have to be like me talking to you it could just be you voice recording yourself talking about whatever it is that's um you know on your mind or bothering you and then you can delete it like literally I you know you don't have to keep that stuff and if you want to you know look back at it or analyze like not analyze it but reflect on it later on um you can journal and I journal all the time like I freaking love journaling and journaling is one of those practices that um you know, has helped me manage my anxiety. And I think there's a particular way that people who struggle with anxiety should journal. And that way is focusing on the good rather than, you know, it's okay. So what I would suggest is if you want to get all the stuff out, first record yourself or talk to someone. Mm -hmm. And then once you've done that and got it out of your system, then go ahead and journal and journal on everything positive, journal on all the wins, um, journal on you know, everything that you're grateful for, for journal on your goals and dreams. So like, uh, keep your, those emotions and those worries and concerns through, you know, talking or something that you can like, I guess, delete or get rid of. So that's the first thing that I would say. Um, another thing that's helped me so much is deep breathing. So, Everybody is probably rolling their eyes and going, oh, like, this is such a, you know, overused tip. But I swear, like, it's it's not just about meditation. Like, even though, like, I'm the biggest, like, preacher of meditation, it's more so about when you're feeling those anxious thoughts coming up, breathing then. And, like, I've told my mum to do this, my brother to do this. Like, it's when those... Uh, thoughts are spiraling out of control that you need to stop and breathe because otherwise that that spiral is going to just keep going down and down and down and you want to like you know be able to stabilize yourself especially those physiological symptoms um the way that you can i guess uh not even treat them but like yeah manage them is by breathing very deeply and bringing all your focus into your breathing rather than um you know, like outside stimulus or entertaining your thoughts. So that's the second thing that I would say. And then um, the third thing that I would say is to surround yourself with positivity. And like, I'm not even joking about this. You need to freaking like, oh, like dive so bloody deeply into making sure that all your surroundings, because you already struggle with, you know, like negative thinking. So we need to, I guess, balance that out or, counteract that by you know making sure that everything around you is positive so I mean like sticking quotes everywhere I mean like listening to podcasts such as yours I mean like talking to people I mean like uh, and making sure those people are positive um I mean like you know watching those videos reading those books and like journaling meditation like implement all those strategies and yes you won't be able to do them all like I'm not saying put more pressure on yourself and try to do them all that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying if you have all these tools and you do a mix and match of all of these then you know one day or another you'll come up with this like amazing concoction or this amazing like mixture of habits that work for you that will help you manage your anxiety so yeah that's the third thing that I would say has helped me I love, I just want to comment on the recording thing because I realized when you were talking that I have done this, like, I used to do this more when I was like a teenager, but I would film myself, like literally when I would be like crying and just like so 
either stressed or sad or just like I was like I did I just need to let it out like whatever I was going through so I would like put like just put my camera like my phone and yeah. myself and like let it all out and because it would feel like because it's even in a way I feel like it's sometimes even better because then you don't like you don't need to think at all what the other because if you're talking to a friend you kind of think about like what will this person think about me even if you're really close friends but you still have that like in your in the back of your head of like will they judge me what will they think about this but when you're just kind of talking to yourself I feel like that's when you can just like say whatever and let it like fully out and that was just, I just remembered that when you were talking about that I haven't done that in a while I think once this year probably but yeah. um but that is like really helpful. I just <laughs> yeah, no, it's such a good um, strategy because it, it takes voice recording to a whole new level because you're mm. like, I guess you're forced to look at yourself, and mm. that ties in with what I said about taking responsibility for your mental health and your happiness. If you're looking at yourself, there's nowhere to hide. Like it's just you and your emotions and your thoughts and you helping yourself. It's almost kind of like self coaching or like self soothing. Mm. Yeah, so you know, it's you being your best friend and like helping you through and allowing yourself to vent. And it, it's, it's kind of nice that you can see yourself, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like even overall, like having a conversation with yourself, like, I don't know, I do this quite a lot. Like now when I'm living with Kathy, it's kind of harder for me to just talk to myself randomly in the living room. But like when I used to live by myself, like I would just, I don't know, not always out loud. It was kind of now also with Jack, I can pretend that I'm talking to Jack oh, yeah. with him. <laughs> I don't feel as crazy, but, um, but yeah, I, I feel like that like helps so much, but obviously also just talking to like friends and stuff, but that when you're, you need to, yeah. And also I feel like then all of that ties into, I don't know if it helps with anxiety. I feel like it helps with everything, but just like the self-talk and like paying attention oh, sure. to, you know, like how do you see mm -hmm. yourself? And how do you talk to yourself? And if you like judge yourself for the anxiety, I don't know if like you've gone through that, that you would like blame yourself for having certain type of feelings. Cause I know that like last year when I was feeling really depressed, I was, kind of judging myself for that and like being really hard on myself and I feel like that makes everything even worse because you just yeah it's just this like negative spiral yeah. I think that I would say if you're in amongst like that really deep anxiety like almost where you're at like a panic attack then maybe talking to yourself isn't the best idea because you it's um, sometimes like um you can like talk yourself into like more negativity and then like continue blaming yourself and then you want to get out of it so bad so then you judge yourself for even being in it in the first place and it's just like this continuous cycle and that's when I feel like when I'm in those places that I absolutely need to like you know like snap out of it and like talk to someone else mm -hmm. and it's and it has to be someone that you trust like I can't emphasize that enough because you know you don't want to be going to someone where you even have the slightest doubt that they're going to judge you or you know, make you feel bad about this. Like no one has the right to make you feel bad about being anxious ever, ever. I don't care what the excuse is. Like, mm. you know, it's, it's so real. And like, yeah, anyway, I think you should just, you know, pick someone that you trust, like whether that be, I sometimes just call my mom. Like, obviously I have my husband and he's so amazing and he listens to me all the time. And he's that one person that like truly accepted me, even though, there was some times where I was like so anxious in front of him, but 
yeah, he's one person that I 100% I know I can go to. But the other person is my mom. Like, sometimes if I'm just, like, crying, like, I'll call her now and, you know, vent to her. And I know that I can just, like, continuously just keep venting until I finally start feeling better. And then, you know, slowly, slowly, like, you'll... Then the self-talk kind of starts going upwards where you're, like, you know, you've thought positive thought and then that feeds into another then that feeds into another then I feel like then it's a good idea to start you know having those conversations with yourself and being like see be so proud of yourself that you shared you know that part of yourself with someone important or special whatever it is and if you don't have that I'd also like to mention that that's where you know those helplines come in and I'm not really sure what those helplines are you know worldwide but in Australia we have like Beyond Blue we have the Kids Helpline we have Lifeline as well so yeah these are all like services where you can call up and you can totally just like vent to them and never have to speak to them again so there's no fear of that judgment and you know that you're in a safe space and the best thing ever is like it's free so like you need to make the most of it yeah yeah um so what has kind of been like the like this year a lot of things have changed in your life and I don't know if like there have been then like like in specific situations that the like all the anxiety has like come come up a lot and like what are there any other things or other tools or like I don't know it's just when I think about like this year and all the changes that I know you've gone through like yeah would have helped you if there are any other things besides those things that you already mentioned that helped you this year especially and because you've come so far and it's like you, know, you should be so freaking proud of yourself <laughs> but yeah um so I think the what you said so when was the times that I felt most anxious like the biggest change that happened in my life was getting married this year and 100% like wedding planning on its own is just like a freaking like oh, like so much stress and pressure and, you know, pleasing everyone. And that causes anxiety just on its own. But then chucking into the mix, like I'm also from an Indian background. So I have like the pressure of, you know, being, um, I consider myself Australian because I was born here and that's what's on my passport and that's what my nationality is. But at the same time, you know, like I have that Indian heritage and I wanted to like, I guess, in a way, please everyone and uphold those expectations or those traditions. Um, in my culture so that's when I felt like most I guess anxious this year and it was the biggest change that happened in my life um in no way shape or form am I discounting like how amazing it was like it was one of the most beautiful days of my life but um I think what helped me during the wedding planning uh, season and also like coming out of that even on the wedding day so what I would suggest is having like an anchor so that can be a thought that can be the deep breathing. Like for me, it's the deep breathing. It can be like a piece of jewelry or it can be a habit. So if it's not, if you want it to like be a bit more consistent, I would suggest a habit then because what I do right now and you know, what's kept me positive recently is first thing I do when I wake up is make a cup of tea and open up my journal. And I like diligently, religiously do my gratitude journaling. And it's, it's not even just about gratitudes because like not every day do I write down, I'm grateful for my house, my husband, my health, my money. Like that's, I, I don't, I don't necessarily repeat those things every single day, but it's more so just about what is it that I did yesterday that I'm proud of? Like anything, like I had a shower. I'm proud of that. Like, I know that sounds like really dramatic, but when you're anxious, like sometimes even having a shower is 
an accomplishment. So write that freaking down. Or, you know, I put some makeup on yesterday and I felt like I had a nice outfit on. Or, you know, I made a call and spoke to my mum or my friend. Um, it can be bigger things than that. You know, like I cooked a delicious meal and I shared it with my family or whatever it is. Um, I did some journaling today and did some self-reflective exercises. I listened to a podcast and got this out of it. Like dwell on the positivity. Um, and that's been my one consistent anchor habit. Um, but if it's, you know, during those like really, really downward spiral, um, anxious times, then I would say like anchor into something else. So whether that be like, you know, close your eyes and focus on your breathing or, wear a piece of jewellery where every time you look at it, it reminds you of like, uh, you know, your commitment to, uh, like I said before, your commitment to taking responsibility for your mental health. Um, and then when you look at it every time, you'll just be like, no, I'm stronger this and stronger than this. I can take a moment, breathe, and I will recenter myself. And then, you know, hopefully that, um, I guess, helps your anxiety or eases your anxiety. So yeah, that anchor thing I would really suggest. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Okay, the last thing that I want to talk about with you, which is something that I just love talking about with everyone, and we've talked about these things anyways, um, is your vision and, you know, talk about your workshop, like, what do you want to create? You kind of already talked about, like, your goals for the next decade, but I'm, like, especially interested in the vision for, you know, the workshops and, like, all the business stuff and all of that. What does it look like? Like the craziest, the massive vision for it. I don't care if it's five years, 10, 20, 30 years vision, but yeah. Yeah. So I think like what drives me to do this is like I said, the connection. So I definitely want to continue building those connections and I don't want to limit myself just to Melbourne. I want to grow that bigger and bigger and bigger. So whether that be like, events that are worldwide or, you know, overseas and like, you know, that connects into my, um, my, uh, dream of, of traveling as well. So, you know, doing workshops, women's circles, events, everything like that on a huge scale. Um, so that's like what I see for inspired life and co, um, who knows, there might be more things that happen, I guess, like, you know, whether I take this online, but I truly do believe in the passion, like in the um, power of offline connection. So I, I do really want to stay true to that. But at the same time, I don't want to like, uh, I guess, discount or ignore those people that, you know, can't make it to my event. So, you know, maybe later down the track, I would definitely love to bring that stuff online as well. But I definitely want to keep that element of connection at the core of everything that I do. Um, so that's, that's another part of my vision. Um, what else? I think oh, business wise, I'm, you know, still at those early stages of like dreaming and like clarifying what it is that I want in my personal life. I, I know exactly what my visions are of having a family. Oh, I'd like to say that I want to create a business that supports the lifestyle that I want. So the lifestyle of, you know, creating a family and, um, you know, waking up whenever I want to, traveling wherever I want to go, having limitless abundance. Like I don't want to have to cap my income to a certain amount every year. I want to have like an unlimited uh, source of income that I can create for myself. 
Um, so yeah, I guess that's that's my vision and and dream for Inspired Life and Co. And um and then you mentioned as well about my upcoming workshop. So um, mm-hmm. I'd love to share a bit about that if I can. Of course, yes. So next year on the tenth of January. Um, so 2020, if you're listening to this on a later date, um, I'm hosting a women's workshop focused all on setting intentions for the new year. So we'll be reflecting on the year that you've had in 2019. We'll be identifying um, areas that have gone really well, celebrating those wins, but also identifying areas of improvement. Um, we'll be doing some brainstorming um, and uh, reflective exercises in a workbook that I'm creating, which I'm really excited for. And obviously, like the best of all, and what I'm truly doing this for is um, being able to surround yourself with like-minded women where you can share these goals and dreams of yours. And then walking out with a support system, because it's one thing to sit there for you know an hour or two hours and writing down all your intentions, but it's another thing having those same group of people keeping you accountable throughout the year. So I'd love to like include an element of accountability in there as well. But yeah, I'd love for anyone that's in Melbourne to come. Um, I'm just, yeah, so super excited about it. And then maybe we can link like the tickets or whatever. And yeah, I will definitely put that in the show notes as well. Like if anyone is in anywhere close to Melbourne, definitely go because it's going to be amazing. Um, okay, so where can everyone find you before I ask you the last question? So where can people find you and connect with you more? I'm going to put the link to the event and everything, but Instagram and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely the best place would be Instagram. So it's at Inspired Life and Co. So and is A-N-D and Co C O. Um, so yeah, come chat to me, message me. I'd love to like hear from you. I've been posting a lot of like um, tips and things that have helped me uh, manage my anxiety, and it's all things like positivity, gratitude, mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely like everyone who's now, I was going to say watching, listening, <laughs> looking at you here on the screen, but people can't see it. But anyone who's um, listening right now, take a screenshot that you're listening and maybe post your like biggest takeaway of this episode and tag us both on Instagram. And yeah, I would love to um, hear. And I know that Sahesh would also love to, to see what they're like, what you guys, what you guys uh, took away from this episode. But okay, last thing is that like, what is just the one thing that you want to leave the listeners with like something for them to kind of, I don't know, maybe start the next year the best way possible without anxiety, without, you know, all of those things. I don't know. One thing, what do you want to leave people with? Um, I want just everyone to know that you can 100% get through that because if I can, oh gosh, like I was in the lowest of lows dumps and if I can get through it like anyone can honestly like anyone can and I'm here to hold your hand through it I'm sure Vera is here to hold your hand through it so like reach out to anyone like anyone that you think that you can share your heart with share your truth with and just know that you're not alone and it will take time I'm not promising that this will all you know go away overnight and you'll never get rid of it like I said but there will be a time, I promise you, where you'll be able to live happily and manage the anxiety 
and yeah like just know that that's you know a possibility for you because if it's a possibility for me it's a possibility for everyone yes okay thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and all all of your amazing knowledge this was amazing thank you so much oh thank you